I'd like to thank the Lord again for letting us be in his house and thank him for this beautiful day he's given us and uh, service this morning. Looking forward to service tonight. Good to see everybody that's here and uh, good to have everybody, and especially all our visitors. I have uh, some scriptures come on my heart to share tonight that uh, uh, just uh, always been a real blessing to me. And uh, this is in the eighth chapter of the book of Romans, verses uh, 27 and 28. It reads like this. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. And those are amazing, thought-provoking scriptures, and I thank the Lord for them. Let's all stand for a moment, and we'll have a prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you that you're so good to us. And God, thank you for your Holy Spirit that touches our hearts and our soul and our mind and leads us in the way we need to go. God, we pray for service tonight that you just bless us and help us. And God, by faith, help us to just trust what you've said and what you are and what you do. God, help us to have a service tonight that would please heaven. And God, help us to just get in the center of your will, worship you in spirit and in truth. Give us a great spirit to worship with tonight, God. We ask it in Jesus' name and amen. Y'all may be seated. We'll turn over to the choir.
appreciate being here tonight. It's just a, a wonderful joy just to be in our church house once again. It's not everywhere where people have the luxury to be able to have the option to attend two church services in a day. Uh, so I'm thankful our church still holds true to those traditions. We'll ask at this time if everyone will please stand to your feet. Does anybody have an unspoken prayer request? Hands all throughout the house. Really remember those. Does anyone have a spoken prayer request? Pleasant view. Anybody else? Let's really remember our service tonight. Let's remember the man who stands to preach. Uh, I'm really excited to see what God has in store for us tonight. Uh, it just seems like every service we've had lately, we've had real strong conviction. And uh, I've got burdens here tonight. I'd love to see move tonight. So let's really buckle down and pray. Looks like they got a song. Let's pray for them, church. All the Lord tonight. appreciate what I can already feel here tonight, and I appreciate the young people coming to sing, appreciate Missy following the Lord and, and asking to get up. If you're here tonight and you feel like coming to the altar, you're welcome to come yeah. while the young people sing. And boy, I thank God for God's Holy Spirit. And, and let's do everything within us, everybody here, let's do everything within us to obey the Lord tonight and pray for them and pray for them while they sing. Let's really, really pray for them.
I appreciate that song. Uh, what I love most about that song is it's called I Have Been Blessed. Um, it's, it's true, we've all been blessed, but it takes it a step further and talks about how personal it is. Uh, I have been blessed. Uh, when Christ died, he died for everybody, but he took it a step further because he died for me and gave me an opportunity because he loved me, not just because he loved the world. Uh, I'm thankful to be here tonight. I'm thankful for what I felt. Uh, does anybody else have a prayer request before we go to the Lord in prayer? Yeah. But the greatest one when he saved my soul. Amen. But, uh, if he had just done that and left me all alone, right. it's still been more than I deserved. Right. It's still been the greatest blessing that ever that anyone could ever get. Right. I'm just so thankful that the Lord loves us so much. Amen. He, he's there for us all the time. Yeah. Uh, blessings upon blessings, and we don't deserve any of them, but I'm glad we have his grace and his mercy. Right. Amen. Appreciate that. Nobody else has anything. We're asking Billy Thompson. Lead us in prayer. I'm praying for my brother Jim. Yeah. He had that appointment for for a brain checkup, and they just gave him some medicine because they didn't see anything on his scan. Well, since the, excuse me, not saying the name exactly right, but he had an appointment on his teeth, and he needed some fix. And since then, his headache's gone away. I'm not sure. Appreciate y'all praying for my brother. Please keep praying him and his boys. That's good. Appreciate that. Nobody else has anything. ask at this time if anyone has a song or a testimony on your heart. I don't have a whole lot on my heart, but we'll wait just a little bit longer if anybody has a song or a testimony.
Like we said at the beginning of service, we've really been having some great services, and the Lord's really been moving powerfully, including in this service. Uh, we appreciate the way the church has really buckled down and labored for her people, and we're going to ask you to continue doing that tonight uh, as the man stands to preach, and uh, we'll hope the gospel go out and it'll touch someone tonight. So just keep praying. We'll turn it over to our pastor. I appreciate everybody being here. Got a good crowd and good spirit. I appreciate the choir and uh, young people. I appreciate the opening up. Uh, I'm just, uh, I'm touched already being in the house of God. And uh, I'm especially glad that uh, Sister Lois Phipps is here sitting with us tonight. And uh, I appreciate Sister Lois. Good to see that big smile. Glad to have her with us. Glad to have everybody. And, uh, uh, I'll ask one more time if anybody else just got something really stirring in your heart uh, before we turn over to the preacher uh, got a testimony or a song you're still welcome to do that Brother Jeremy gave a good opportunity but I just had it in heart to ask again alright well just be much in prayer uh, a few minutes before church started uh, Lee had come in and then Brent had come in and uh, they kind of uh, you know, they're way pastor and they don't get to be here much. And uh, I told them that uh, maybe one or one of them or both of them might preach tonight. And uh, so uh, I feel like uh, asking that direction. I'll leave it between them two if one of them feels like coming. And we appreciate our preaching brothers. Appreciate them. Of course, appreciate the rest of our preaching brothers too. Appreciate all of them. But I kind of felt like asking them. They're kind of like visitors. <laughs> Which one of you fellas got it? Come on. Follow the Lord. Yeah, it's follow your heart. We appreciate uh, our preaching brothers. Appreciate Brother Brent. Bless you, buddy. There's that mic if you want. All right. So hopefully I'll be short and we can hear Lee also. So but whatever the Lord wants, that's what we want. So um, but I had a thought this morning and uh, um where uh, I, you know, I don't always have what I, um, for uh, a message, you know, a lot of times until the day that, you know, until Sunday or, or, or something, uh, you know, you wander around. For some reason, you know, I, this morning uh, I, I had one and then I had another one and I'm like, well, that's, you know, I was like, well, that's, you know, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, and um, but you know, I, it's always just about the Lord and what He wants, and uh, um, and I'm going to read over in Jeremiah first, and um, you just pray, and then uh, and I'll probably read over in uh, uh, Matthew um, <clears throat> in Jeremiah eight. and nineteen. <clears throat> Jeremiah 8 and 19, it says, Behold the voice of the cry of the daughter of my people, because of them that dwell in a far country. Is not the Lord in Zion? Is not her king in her? Why have they provoked me to anger with their graven images and with their strange vanities? 
The harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. For the hurt of our daughter is my people, am I hurt? I am black. Astonishment has taken hold on me. Is there no balm in Galeed? Is there no physician there? Why then is not the health of the daughter of my people recovered? And then I'm going to read over in <clears throat> Matthew. And uh, 12, 11 and 28. Matthew 11 and 28 says, Come unto me, all that ye labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lonely in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so that's what I felt like reading tonight. You just pray, uh, you know. Uh, a lot of times there's a lot of trouble and different things uh, uh, in this world, and there always will be, uh, you know. Uh, uh, but, you know, uh, you can have happiness with, through all those troubles and all those trials that we have. Uh, uh, you can find happiness uh, uh, no matter what comes your way, uh, you know. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, the Bible says, is there not a bomb in Galilee? Uh, you know, I would say... Uh, uh, isn't, isn't there a bomb in Lima, Ohio? Uh, isn't there one here tonight? Uh, you know, uh, uh, the great physician, uh, uh, he is present. Uh, we've already felt his present here tonight. Uh, if you're in trouble and you're in need, uh, uh, you have to, you know, do something about it. Uh, you know, you have to uh, take a, a step towards uh, and apply and say, uh, you know, I want to be healed. Uh, you know, uh, uh, there's salves out there. And I, you know, the other day and I, I, I was walking. Walking in the Menards parking lot, and uh, uh, you know, I was, had my keys right here, and I was looking down, and I I ran into a sign, hit my face, uh, you know, and I thought, boy, oh boy, uh, you know how awful that is, uh, uh, you know, and I I started putting ointment on it to try to heal it, uh, uh, you know, and I thought. Boy, this is healing up pretty fast. Uh, uh, you know, and then I thought about that scripture. Uh, and now I'm actually happy it kind of happened uh, because, uh, uh, you know, it just reminded me uh, uh, that God has a uh, balm. Uh, and if we apply it to our lives, uh, He'll help us. Uh, and you can get saved. Uh, and He'll heal your soul. Uh, and, you know, we go through this life uh, full of troubles, no doubt about it. Uh, and we'll be the whole time. Uh, uh, you know, uh, but the happiness that you can have in Jesus Christ, uh, uh, that balm, that physician that healed my soul uh, will heal you uh, and let you know uh, that it's going to be all right. Uh, but you have to apply it to your life, uh, apply it to your soul. Uh, say, I want that. Uh, how many people was having troubles back then? Uh, and Jeremiah was saying, uh, uh, we have help. Uh, uh, we have have it. Uh, why don't we take it, take heed and listen to our help uh, and use the help we have, apply it to your life, and then you'll be happy, and then we'll have success. Uh, everybody wants to be successful. Everybody wants to be successful. How are you going to be successful? How are you going to be successful? Apply that balm to your life. Apply it to your life. Uh, you can be misery your whole life. Uh, if you, don't, if you don't add Christ to your life, 
uh, misery will dear, dearly come your way. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, it's hard enough uh, uh, having the Lord in your life. Uh, a lot of times, uh, troubles uh, troubles will cause problems. Uh, uh, you know, I'm so thankful that I, when I had troubles come my way, uh, I say, Lord, uh, help me with this problem. Uh, a lot of times, I pray and say, Lord, uh, I don't know what to do about this situation, uh, and uh, but I know you know what to do about this situation. Uh, uh, can you help me? Uh, uh, we have a great. Uh, physician uh, to call out to uh, and all these things that come our way uh, uh, you just have to apply it to your life and so if you apply it to your life you'll have success and you'll be happy inside uh, the people the children of Israel how many times did they get away from God how many times did they just turn their back uh, and you can see when uh, and even when Jesus was there uh, how many people was the Pharisees and Sadducees uh, and looked to be uh, uh, like religious people uh, but didn't have the Lord in their life uh, uh, they looked really good on the inside uh, uh, but the Jesus compared it to being a, a you know a, a tomb or a, you know a place of death uh, in their lives uh, uh, because they didn't have life in there they had death in there uh, uh, get the life in here uh, that will endure this test of time uh, I'm not worried about tomorrow I'm not worried about when I die uh, the Lord has taken care of it the Lord has taken care of it and he'll take care of you and so hopefully that was short enough for he also so uh, and if not we'll go a different direction so you got something Lee yeah I believe he's gonna come Appreciate being here. Appreciate what Brent had to say. And uh, you know, they sing that song. He's not just a song that I sing, but he's the reason I preach. That song says he's the reason I sing, but you know what? He's the reason I try to get up here and preach. Uh, I'd like to see somebody get saved here tonight. And uh, if you're here, you're lost. Boy, you got a great need. Well, you got worse need than anybody here. There could be some people here that's got some deadly diseases. There might be some old folks getting ready to go. There might be some young folks getting ready to go. And uh, But you have the worst need here. And, uh, you know, he's nervous, scared to death. Blood pressure's probably up. I know it is. It's red. Uh, I can feel it. And, uh, you know, I was thinking, we preached a little bit today about the drops of blood in the garden and uh, it was called hematohydrosis. And uh, if you don't know what that is, it's kind of like uh, your body sends out some, uh, you know, some things, uh, cortisol. And, you know, uh, I'll probably look at it real quick just so we don't get it all messed up. But some adrenaline and cortisol and all that. And it's a fight or flee moment. And, uh, you know, what happens with the hematohydrosis is it sends out some of these other things. And they're called... What, I don't even want to have to keep going back to it, but they're called capillaries, and they're tiny blood vessels located around your sweat glands. And we preached about how Jesus, how nervous he was, and how scared he was. I'm telling you what, I'm pretty nervous right now. I'm pretty scared, but you ain't seeing no blood, even though I might think that there might be some. But, you know, I want to think about how the Lord, what he has done for us. And, you know, the blood that he has shed for us, 
And today, if you're hearing loss, how important it is. And as Brent sat there and he read and he talked about the physician, we're going to talk a little bit about the physician also. So you pray for us and we try to get where the Lord can use us. And if you want to turn here, I'll have you turn over to John chapter 5. And like I said, you really pray for us. And we ain't here to out try to do anybody. Didn't even really want to get up. We'd like to try to hear somebody too. But I know the heart was beating. In John chapter 5. But before I read that, I'm going to read over in Mark. And you don't have to turn there. But it's Mark chapter 2 and verse 16. And this is, you know, Jesus is talking to his disciples. And he said... And when the scribes and the Pharisees saw him eat with the publicans and sinners, they said unto his disciples, How is it that he eateth and drinketh with publicans and sinners? Listen to this. When Jesus heard it, he said unto them, They that are whole have no need of a physician, but they that are sick. He said, I came not to call the righteous, but the sinners to repentance. I want you to know tonight... There is a physician in the house and, you know, he can sit here and, you know, any problem that you have, he can take care of it. Uh, you can be here tonight and you can have some problems in your marriage. You can have some problems in your school. You can have some problems in your friendship. You can have some problems in your families. But I want you to know there is a great physician. There's a great physician. I want you to know today, a youth group, you're probably going to have to get ready to get back up here and sing again. And we feel like that's on our heart, but we're going to read over here in John, and I, it ain't going to be very long. Don't worry, you guys know I ain't never preached long anyways. But about the time I've ever said that's usually the longest I've ever preached, so you get ready to sit down for a couple hours. John chapter 5, it says, After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem, by the sheep market, a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue, Bethesda, having five porches. That Bethesda, that word, it's meaning a house of mercy. And it says, and in these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, a blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at the certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. Listen to this. And a certain man was there, which had an infirmity 30 and 8 years. I don't know how long you've been coming here tonight. You might have been coming here for 38 years. You might have been coming here for 40 years, 50 years. But you might have a problem. Guess what? We have a physician in the house. We have someone that can take care of your problems. It says, and there was a certain man there, which had an infirmity 30 and 8 years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he said unto him, Will thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man. When the water is troubled to put me into the pool, but while I am coming, another step it down before me. Jesus said unto him, Rise and take up thy bed and walk in. And you just pray for us here for a second. We try to get where the Lord can use us. But I want to go all the way back to Nehemiah. And I want to go all the way back to where the sheep gate was built. And it sits here and it talks about, you know, it's saying how it's over here by the sheep market. And I want you to know how important it is for your life to live for Jesus. And how important it is and what kind of light that we have to shine out for our people. But you see, uh, back over in Nehemiah, there was a time when, you know, 
know Nehemiah got word that the city of Jerusalem was being burnt down and it was on fire and Nehemiah went to the king. He was a cupbearer and he said, you know, I got news that this is going on in my hometown and he said, I want to get over there and I want to help them out, you see. And, and as I sit here and think about this, uh, you know, Nehemiah got over and it said how great the work was. Well, I want you to know today... Uh, there is a great work here and that needs to be done. And, you know, if you're here and you're lost, I'm telling you today, uh, it's the best thing that you can ever get is Jesus on the inside. And it's the best thing you can ever do is to live for him. And, and as he sits here and said that Nehemiah came up and it said he came up over horse. He went by night and he wanted to check out the work that he had. Well, I want you to know that work can be great sometimes, Jeremy. Uh, there's times that we have to travel, you know, two hours on a Sunday, but you know, what I said Lord if that's what you want that's what I want to do and it's nothing in me but it's what the Lord wants us to do but as Nehemiah came up and I can see as he pulled up the Bible said that even his horse couldn't get across and he said that you know he started getting all his people together to work on this and guess what you get over into Nehemiah, I believe it's like the second chapter, the third chapter. It starts talking about how they start building the wall of Jerusalem that Nehemiah got ready. And I believe it's in that first or, or the second or third chapter. It starts talking about how they had uh, built up the sheep market, the sheep pool. Well, I want you to know uh, how important that is because here we have this man over here. He was an impotent man. And you know what? He was needing it. Well, they, I bet them people that was building that wall didn't know that years down the line that there was going to be somebody getting saved by the work of what they done. I want you to know today, uh, you know what, you might be thinking that what, that what I do ain't worth anything, but I want you to know what you do for God, that it's a good work. It's a good work what we're going to do for the Lord, ain't it? Well, as I sit here and think about this, the Bible said, you know, you got this, uh, this wall, this sheep market, and, you know, it says uh, how it talks about the pool out there. I want to think about this pool here for a second. We get ourselves calmed down here a little bit. But it said, now there is a Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue, Bethesda, having five porches. And it said, in these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, a blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. Well, here you have all these people and that's hanging out. And, you know, there's a lot of people, it seems like, come to church and that hang out, don't it? You know, I remember I used to be one of those that came to church to hang out. I wasn't doing much work. I was coming to hang out, so you knew I was here on Sunday. And that was probably about the only time I was here was on Sunday morning. I'm telling you, you wasn't going to catch me Sunday night. You wasn't going to catch me Wednesday night. But I was here Sunday trying to, you know, look good for the family. It happens. So as I sit here and said, you know, here you have this, this building. Think about this building, okay? So we're going to go, and in the Old Testament, you know, they build up this building, the walls of Jerusalem. Well, we know how, you know, people get working and they get doing things. You, got, you start to see some of these houses, they get these add-ons. Well, you know what? The city of Jerusalem started getting added on. Things were getting added to it. Here you have this house of mercy. And, you know, uh, I, I, I like to think about the old rays. It's getting an uplift right now. Chiefs, if you've been by Chiefs, I think it's going to become Gabe's or something. The ladies will probably be happy about that. But here you have, you know, this house. And, and it's kind of run down. But it has five porches. Okay, it has these five porches. And you know what? I see this as being something that, uh, you know, you probably had to have some money to show up here. Yeah, before the time came that it's ran down now, you probably had to have some money. You probably had to have a membership to be a part of this. 
But it says, you know what? Now it's done being run down. And, and the whole point I was saying about the chief's market, you know, there for a while, you were starting to see some of the people that were saying that they were, you know, poor and that you'd see them sleeping over by the side. It was starting to get run down. Well, that's how I kind of see this place here. It's getting run down. And you know what? Then people always seen that them pools, it was like a, it was supposed to be a purified water. And the Bible sits here and says, you know, that once a year there was an angel that would come that would stir up. And as I sit here and I think about this man that had this infirmity for 30 and 8 years, the Bible says, uh, you know, I see, uh, you know, that every one, that one time a year he was trying to say, I hope that it's me. Uh, you know, every time he was trying to be there, I don't know if he came uh, 38 years at the same place. I don't know if you've been coming here for 38 years and you're expecting something, but you ain't accepted what God got for you. I want you to know today that would be a shame if you're not going to accept what he has for you. If, if you've been coming here for that long and you don't want what God has, and don't get me wrong, I don't want you to quit coming because you need to be searching what you need because what I got on the inside, Levi, I tell you what, it's worth everything in this life. And I, and I, and I said it last, last week, you know, uh, the older I get, I remember, Terry, you'd say the older I get, the closer to home I'm getting. The more important this is seeming to me. I want you to know the older I'm getting, Ryan, the more important that it's getting to me to see my people get saved. And, and, I, and you know what I always say, you know what, I might not be living like it on a 24-7 basis, but I tell you what, that's my heart desire. You come to one of the ball games, you see me yelling. You might see me fighting for my, for my kids or for my team. Well, I want you to know I'm fighting for my team tonight. Uh, if you're here and you're lost, I'm fighting for you. And, and I believe that God's here for you. And guess what? You know, he said, well, somebody already took my turn. Somebody already jumped in. The Lord looked at him and he said, what did he say? He said, do you want to be made whole? He said, do you want to be made whole? If you're here tonight, do you want to be whole? If you're here and you're lost, do you want to be saved? If you're here and you're not living for God, do you want to be living for God? I want you to know, uh, you know, like I said, as it went all the way back to Nehemiah, and now we're all the way here over in John, you know, they never knew the life that they were living was going to affect what was going on. Yeah. I'm thankful for the life that we're living because I, my grandbabies, hopefully yeah. if I have grandbabies sometime, I want to see them get saved. I want to see when Jesus is on the scene, I want to see them moving. I want to see things happen. Church stand if you would. I believe today he's telling somebody, take up your bed and walk. Terry, Britt, youth group, if you'd come and sing. I believe tonight, somebody, there is a great need, and I believe there's a physician in the house willing to take care of the need that you have. He is on scene, and he's not leaving any of us. The Bible said he'd never leave us or forsake us. I want you to know, he is here for you. And then I sit there and I think about that. You know, as it talked about the five porches and how run down it had gotten, you know what the Bible says? Lay not up for yourselves treasures on earth, but you know what? Lay up the treasures in heaven. If you ain't got it tonight, you don't realize what you're missing. It's easy for somebody that's saved to try to say that, ain't it? It is. It's easy for me to try to say how easy it is. But if you're hearing loss, I'm telling you what, it's easy tonight. It's easy. He made it so simple that a child can understand as they sing whenever. If you're here tonight, Terry, if you got something, Brent, if you got something... I believe tonight there's people that need to move. 
I believe somebody needs to come. Yeah. They need to come and get some of the mercy Amen. that the Lord has for them. I'm telling you what, don't sit around and wait. You know what? You might say, well, maybe next year I can do this. 38 years he said he had this infirmity. For 38 years he let it go. I tell you what, don't let it go another day. Amen. Don't let it, don't miss out on the opportunity yeah. that you got. You know, as we sit there, I've heard of a couple people that died this week. One being a baby, one being 13 years old. And I know that we've heard of other people that's died. But you know what? You never know about tomorrow. Amen. You don't know what you're going to miss. But I tell you tonight, if you need yeah. to move, somebody needs to yeah. move tonight. Amen. I believe it with all my heart. I believe somebody can be saved tonight. I believe somebody could get in. Yeah. The family has If you're here tonight. Come on. Come. Please come. I believe tonight with all my heart. Somebody needs to move. And it's your choice. It's your choice tonight. There's joy in their sorrow. If you want to be happy. You might say, well, I ain't been living like I'm happy. Well, what's wrong? you living for Jesus, you'd be happy. You're still going to have some troubles and trials. I'm not going to say that everything's going to be perfect. But I tell you what, your life will be happy. And I believe if you're up here tonight, I believe somebody up here needs to move. I believe you got a great opportunity. Just like he told that woman at the well. Come and yeah. see. Come and see what he's got for you tonight. Yeah, out here, come, come and see. Come, come and see what the Lord can do in your life. Come on. If you need to move, no matter where you're at in the house, if you need to move, you need to move tonight. Gathered in secret, you got something for all hope had been lost. I just want to say, uh, if you're going to think that you're going to try to get your life all straightened up before you come to the Lord, you're thinking about it backwards. Come on, you're thinking about it backwards. It's going to take the Lord to help you to get your life straightened out and you're not going to I mean you'll try to do the best you can you may still fail along the way but taking that step out and say Lord I know I, you're taking a step out onto the water really like Peter did you're, you're not un, you're uncertain you're uncertain of what's going to happen uh, but you, you know that you want the Lord in your life you know that there's things missing in your life you say, Lord, just help me. And you're going to have to step out by faith and say, Lord, I want you. I know I don't understand everything. I still don't know understand everything about the Bible. I'll never understand about everything about the Bible. Uh, you know, it's just, it's mind-boggling. I don't understand everything about God. But when he spoke to my heart, I knew he was real as real could be. I knew that he was alive. 
I knew that everything that they told me about as a little kid uh, uh, was 100% true, uh, uh, that the Lord was a living and still He's the Creator, and He was here to help me, uh, and He wants to help you tonight. But you're not going to get your life all uh, straightened out before you come to Christ. Uh, uh, you're going to come to Christ all brokenhearted and, and needing help, uh, and He'll help you, uh, and then He'll help you to start getting your life on the right track. Uh, and day by day, you'll say, uh, it's getting a little better. Uh, but right off the bat, you'll feel, uh, if, the, if He saves you, I remember when I got saved, I said, uh, I never felt like this before. Uh, uh, the Lord did a change in me. Uh, I was born again. Uh, I noticed there was a change. Uh, and He'll make that same change in your life. But don't think that you're going to get your life all straightened out uh, before you get to come to the Lord. Because the devil will have you put it off to where you never get your life straightened out. You're going to have to step out by faith and say, I'm just going to go to the Lord and I'm going to follow Him and uh, I'm going to take it one step at a time. So the step tonight needs to be a step forward in the right yeah. direction that come into the altar and, and just say, Lord, save me. Right. Lord, help me. Yeah. Amen. Thank the Lord for these uh, preachers and the messages that God's given tonight and the invitation that God's moved through them. And uh, I, in just a minute, I'm going to ask for another song. For young people to do that, I'd be real thrilled. I appreciate the singing they've already done. And I'd never uh, thought in reading the scripture, never connected that about when Nehemiah and the people's with him had worked on the, the wall and repaired the sheep gate, never connected that to the pool that was down there by the sheep gate. And But what a great point that made. And uh, uh, I got saved when I was about 12 years old, so I was born in 1946, so probably 1958. Well, Lima Missionary Baptist Church was established in 1949. And uh, think about the people that got together and built that first little block building and come to church. And uh, they didn't know in 1949 that I was going to be there in 1958. <laughs> but if they wouldn't have done the work they'd done back there, Brother Lee, I might not have had a place to come to to hear those old preachers preach the gospel. And there was other people that probably didn't have a hand in the, the physical work on the building, but they were spiritually working in the work that the church was going on. And so I, I saw the church move in the spirit and saw people living for the Lord, and it caused me to want to have what they had. So now, if you're here tonight and you've been saved, uh, you've got an opportunity to help somebody. If you're not working for the Lord, it's time to get in and get on fire and, and get to work for the Lord. And like what Lee said, uh, Lee, I think it was Lee or Brent, one of them, he said, you can't fix all the stuff by yourself. Uh, it takes God to do the fixing. And so if you're here tonight and lost, uh, you need to come get saved. That's the most important thing. That's, there's balm here. There's a healing ointment. It'll heal your, mal, uh, your uh, thing that's wrong with you. Uh, that's Jesus. And if you're here tonight and you, you've been saved, you can live for the Lord and be part of that. Now, so sing again when you get ready. There's some folks here needing to come tonight. Great conviction is here. Why put it off? Why, why say no to God after he's been so good to us? Uh, why not trust him tonight? Well, nothing else to trust but God. How about doing it right now? Come on. Sing when you're ready. Come on. Let's get in tonight. Obey the Lord. Listen. Well, I appreciate these preachers. I appreciate the singers. I appreciate the Lord moving like this. Come on. Let's get together with the Lord tonight. Great power of God here. 
Thank you, Lord. If you've got something you need to pray about, come and let's pray about it. If you don't want to say anything, you don't have to. If God wants you to, that's between you and Him. I'm not going to twist your arm. But one step at a time. If you need to come and pray, come and pray. And take that step and do that. Well, God knows what steps we need to take. God's, I believe God's given somebody some direction tonight. I believe you can feel it in your heart, down deep inside. That's the way I felt it before. I believe somebody's feeling that like that tonight. Come on, let's get this, let's get this thing together. God will fix it for you. He'll help you. He'll bless you. And you'll be happier, and we'll be happier with you. We help each other. You can help somebody find Jesus. If you're saved and live for the Lord, you can help somebody find Jesus. And if you'll get saved, then you can help somebody find Jesus. Obey the Lord. Because you are the one. You're the one who Amen. Amen. Can't do it by myself. I'm nothing on my own. Please come. Time to do something. And it's not about trusting ourselves. The devil said, you can't do that. And he, he makes us doubt ourselves. This is not about doubting ourselves. This is about trusting God. If you'll trust God, then God will help you do what you need to. God's not a failure. God is not a failure. He's all powerful. Paul said, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. So can you and I. If we'll lean on him, we can do what we need to. That's because God is God. And he's bigger than the devil. Will you trust God that way tonight? Come on home. Wonderful singing. Oh, wonderful preaching and singing. Spirit, my, thank the Lord for the good power of God that uh, God's calling the people's hearts with. But, uh, you know, it's uh, not up uh, to any of us to try to make you move. That's not the way it works. God's all powerful. And, uh, he can do anything, but he will not force somebody to come to him. He will not force anybody to get saved. He does not even force anybody to live for him. But uh, if we don't come, then that's sad because it's trouble for us. Okay. Uh, either one of you fellas got more? Boy, these preachers did well and worked together good, and God just took them right up good together and hooked them up with the church, and that's just wonderful. I was thankful, Lord, for that. Good to be here tonight. This is great. Anybody else got anything on your heart before we come to a close?
Okay. Uh, hear that uh, Germany Street Church Band Committee. And uh, somebody mentioned to me a couple things that uh, maybe I ought to mention before we come to a close. There's a big sign up out there in the foyer right up above those double doors that says something in effect uh, please not to bring food or beverages into the sanctuary. And that's our pattern. That's what we established a long time ago. And uh, so sometimes it's easy to forget stuff like that. But just remember, uh, it's uh, our rules. We don't bring food and beverages into the sanctuary and not to insult anybody or hurt anybody's feelings, but that's on that sign up above the door there. And uh, then uh, another thing that uh, I need to mention, uh, some folks been talking about uh, uh, having maybe a, another Saturday morning breakfast as a fundraiser and wondered uh, how many people would uh, think that's a good idea, be interested in it. And that might be a month from now before that, that would come up. But uh, uh, folks think that would be something you'd be interested in is to see your hands. Oh, yeah, lots of hands. All right. Appreciate that. Okay, anything else? Any words or announcements uh, before we come to close? Anything else? All right, if not, uh, we'll ask uh, Brother Mike Kester to pray dismissal.